Welcome to the BNSP Show, where we give you our take on what's happening in popular culture, black life, and politics. Because while we keep our fingers on the pulse, we know everyone doesn't have time to stay tapped in. So sit back and rock with us, y'all, as we unpack these topics. And how y'all say we're ready, because sometimes it gets wild. Alright everybody, welcome back. Episode 5, BNSP Show. What's going on with y'all? We out here. We out here. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. How, so how has your week been so far? It's been very productive. I've been on this self-care journey this week. So mm. I've like, I went on vacation. I did a lot of nothing. I have a massage plan. I'm going to get a facial. You know, it's very important to tap out sometimes. So you can go on vacation and do nothing? Yeah. Well, by doing nothing, I'm like danced by the pool, ate potato chips, uh, jumped like in no the responsibility pool. Type yeah, like things. no responsibility. I read a lot. So That's cool. It was really, it was really good for me. Very, very centering. Yeah, I can only read on vacations. Like when I'm at home, like as soon as I pick up a book, it's just like, wait, I gotta do the laundry. Hold on, I'll be right back. Squirrel. And I never come back. <laughs> I love reading. Yeah. I'm sad that I don't find enough time to read. I, I get a little That's down on myself. That's the thing. It's, it's yeah. hard to find the time to do it. But, but you know, if you don't have 20 minutes to meditate or to read, it means you need longer. It means you need an hour. Yeah. Oh, so um. Safe word. Where are we at this yes, week? Yes, the safe word for this week. Are you guys ready? Yep. What is it? Krispy Kreme. <laughs> <laughs> You'll understand later. Krispy Kreme? Krispy Kreme. All right. Krispy Kreme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Krispy Kreme. We're here for it. I'm here. So what you got? What's on the docket this week? What are we talking about? All right. So this week we're gonna go straight into what's going on in South Carolina. Uh, we stay in the South. Yeah, and it has to do with you guessed it, gun control. States rights. States rights. It's a real hot topic this week. So uh, South Carolina's state senator Tom Corbin is suggesting expanding membership to the militia in his state to everyone who is 17 years old so that residents can avoid any future federal restrictions on weapons. So what's that about? What do you mean, like, join a militia? Like, an army against the federal army? Yeah, basically. So in South Carolina, their constitution gives the governor the power to call up an unorganized militia of all able-bodied male citizens in the state between the ages of 18 and 45. So Senator Tom Corbin is suggesting enacting this law as some type of symbolic gesture against the federal gun control that they think is going to happen. I mean, like, did the Confederacy ever die? Like, are they really still training for it? Like, get ready. Like, why is that number one still in their state's like constitution? Second, like. It's still very patriarchal, so women can't join the militia. It's only males <laughs> of 17. I take a lot of issue with this. Yeah, um, just males, able-bodied males. It has nothing in the Constitution that says anything about female membership of the militia. They can join the military, but not the militia. Not the militia. Not the militia. So you can't fight for South Carolina rights? Not if you're a woman. So what are they going to do with these guns? Like, Are they really attached to these AR-15s like that much? Like, You don't need that to shoot a deer. What do you need that for? <laughs> I don't know what they need it for, but they can have it, and a lot of people do. So he's going to – they're getting – so I feel like they're essentially calling up arms against the U.S. federal government at this point. Like, it's like a dog whistle. One could say that. One could say that. Or 
they really just don't want anything to infringe that right to bear arms, period, and that right to bear whatever arm they seem to want. But the one-shot musket that they were talking about in the Constitution <laughs> is not Oh, we are, we are far from the one-shot musket. It's not We're what really they're far talking from that. about. Like, yeah. these are weapons of mass destruction. These are military-grade weapons yeah. simply to kill a lot of people and inflict a lot of harm at yeah. once. Yeah. And to kill people. And they isn't it similar to the gun that the military has, but the military just calls it, they don't call it the AR-15, they call it the M-something? Um, there's a lot of different names for them, but all AR stands for is just assault rifle. So all it is is just an assault rifle with a magazine capacity of X amount of bullets. Different states have different laws behind it. Here in California, it's pretty strict. Like I know a lot of California laws keep the guns where you have to have at least like 10 round clips, nothing over that. And then also they have a bunch of other little things that guns have on them that's pretty much slow down the the ability to rapid fire like that. The effectiveness yeah. of killing the, lots the of people at once. The effectiveness, yes. I'm so torn on this gun rights issue. I believe in the Second Amendment. I think there's some other amendments people could shout out, shout out like the 14th. <laughs> The first. Other ones that might be more important. The 20th. Um, you know, but okay. People want their guns. I believe you should, as a citizen, be able to protect your home. If you have a home, have a family. I think you should learn how to operate a gun safely. Um, but I just, I don't really feel like you should have these guns that can kill a lot of people. So if the police come and you don't have to reload, I feel like if you had like a regular gun, I don't know what regular guns are, like nine millimeters. I don't know. But if you have to take a <laughs> second to stop and reload your gun, that gives law enforcement or whoever else a chance to stop you. But these people really, really want to fight for their state's rights, kill niggas, put us back in slavery. That's all I see. That's all I see in South Carolina. That's all I see in Georgia. That's all I see. It's just very... It's just it's well, see, South, Carol South Carolina feels you probably feel that way about South Carolina because the last time we were in South Carolina, we had Dylan Roof mm -hmm. targeting that church of that pastor who was fighting for a lot of civil rights at the time. Um, I don't have his name in front of me, but that's probably why you feel that way. He had a very unique name. What was it? What was uh, his name? I had Pickney. it. Pickney. Yes. I can't think of his first name, though. Was that his last name? I need his that's name his now because it's going to bother that's me. His, yeah, that's really going to bother me. It's going to bother me until he was a state senator. But my point is, is that it seems like there's a common thread in most of these mass shootings. To me, when you say like to use high capacity magazine or something like that for law enforcement, it doesn't seem like any of these assault weapons are being used on law enforcement. It seems like a lot of these mass shootings are happening to civilians. Babies. Children. Look, when Sandy Hook happened and they killed 29 kids and they didn't do anything about gun control, that's when I knew it was a wash. And I was it like, it's wasn't, a wrap. They don't care. They don't it care. was white kids. Yeah. So they ain't do nothing about that. They really don't care. In Connecticut. And I'm sorry, it was Clementa Pickney. That Clementa was the senator. Pickney. Clementa Let's give Pickney. him his flowers. Yeah. Um, that was a targeted assassination. I don't care what nobody says. That wasn't a random ass church that got shot up by Dylan Roof. That was a targeted assassination. And he, But he didn't even have an assault weapon. Yeah. Exactly. He just so, emptied his clip. To me, I think the focus being on the weapon and the ability to shoot X amount of bullets and all that, it's kind of irrelevant because at the end of the day, these 
these guns and bullets, they're all paperweights until someone gets behind them and uses them. So I feel like we should kind of focus on the common thread of who's doing these mass shootings. So do you feel like it's more effective to do background, like more severe background checks or more intensive background checks? Have like them actually wait? Because I guess the loophole is if you're still waiting your background check, that three day window, you can still get the gun. Or if you go to a gun show. Yeah. So that's the problem with gun shows. They have a lot of private sales. So people are just selling guns to whomever. However, here I can only speak to California because that's where I am. But here in California, getting a gun is a process. You can't just go to the store and get one. It is a process. They're doing a background check. You have to wait a couple of days for another check to go through. And then you get to come pick it up. They're running all your information. So I feel like there's there's a lot more you have to do here in California to own a firearm. But there's a lot of states where you can get them at younger ages. You can get them without permits. You can get them without running these background checks and all that stuff. And I think that's what the problem that a lot of people are trying to address is is that they need to have more common sense. I'm doing air quotes on common sense because <laughs> everybody's sense isn't common. But those those laws can change and probably help some situations. But at the end of the day, I feel like if the same kind of person is showing up and shooting people or trying to hurt people, if you take the gun away, they're just going to find another way to show up and hurt a lot of people. So but just I get feel more like creative. if you got to learn how to use a sword, it's a better chance <laughs> of somebody taking your Yeah, like there's out. not very many mass knifings. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I get it. I think it's a combination. I think, personally, I don't think high-capacity guns should be legal to normal citizens. I also understand the fact that— So hold on. before I, Let's stay there real quick. When you say normal citizens, what do you mean? Like, like outside the military. I don't think the police should have AR-15s I was about to say, either. So what about the police? I don't think I don't think your local police force should be militarized in the way that it is. I don't think they should get the leftover stuff from the Iraq war. I disagree yeah. with that. I think that shit should stay with the federal government. Um, but that's a lot so you're of thinking like National back. Guard and Yeah, Army. National Guard, the people who okay. need that. But other than that, you need your regular regular guns. I think you could do a lot of damage with a three eighty, with a nine millimeter, with a forty five. Yeah. You can do harm to someone. Even if you get a little twenty two, you can piss somebody off, right? <laughs> um, but I really think that you should have b- more background checks. Yeah, more background I checks. I think that if you Psyche valves. have a, are a violent felon, you should not have access to a gun if you are a domestic com- Okay, so let's talk person. about felon. Let's talk about felonies because there's a lot of people of color that caught nonviolent felonies. I said violent felon. So though. only violent. Felons. Only violent felon. Because as of was, right now, if you are a felon, period, you can't own a yeah. gun. That's how Wayne got caught up. If you got caught up in South Carolina for a dime bag, you should be able to have a gun. But that's yeah. a whole different conversation. But if you are yeah. a violent uh, offender, if you are a domestic, domestic violence, violence yeah. person, you should not have access to a gun. It should definitely be background checks and it definitely should be a wait time. And you should definitely be required to take the proper courses to understand how to own and operate a gun safely because people, it's out of control. And other civilized nations who don't have all these guns don't have as many mass shootings. They may have a knifing, they may have like a chemical attack, yeah. which is another thing about the human psyche. But in New Zealand, they had a mass shooting, took it off the fucking streets. Like, it's not that hard. And it's really about the industry of guns. It's about the what? the story of the NRA has created this this fantastical story about its state, you know, like your Second Amendment and states' rights. But it's not really about that. It's about money. Yeah. It's about the how many guns. The weapons industry? Well, that's the one thing we do make in America. We make weapons. And just to, for some numbers on the mass shootings, as of 23 March 2021, 
there's been 104 mass shootings that have occurred in 29 states plus Washington, D.C. in 2021. Do we care? And it's we're not even at April yet. And we in the house. And we're in the house. And we're supposed to be. Well, supposed to be. I'm not supposed to be. Florida ain't in the house. I'm, I, I was trying not to drag Florida. <laughs> it's always Florida. Not to even bring Florida up. But Florida's yeah, that, Florida. It's Florida, that cousin, that auntie, that uncle. It's like, man, you always on some shit, man. Did you see the spring break footage out there? That wasn't spring break. That was like Sodom and Gomorrah. That was like COVID fucking Petri dish. That was like Freak Nick times 1 million that shit was it like even without covid that shit was nasty yeah that shit looked that nasty sweaty body body fluids shit was nasty are we really that like sometimes humans i'll be like damn we like we're part of the same like human race look i'm not even gonna judge what was going on in florida um everyone's been in the house for a year for a solid year we're about a year away from when everything finally shut down and then one state was just like, hey, it's cool over here. Y'all can pull up. Everybody pulled up. And then it was like, but put your mask on. Yeah. What? There's no mask mandate, but put your, be a responsible 21-year-old. Yeah. You can't be the only person that's open when everybody's closed and expect people to come and, like, not fuck your shit up. Okay, but we digress. Digress, So, yeah. I'm really not fucking with South Carolina. Um, They're on top of them just completely suppressing the vote of minorities uh, making it hard for you to feel like okay to walk on the street. Now they want to have their, I'm going to just go ahead and say it, they're white militias. Because even though there may be a couple like coons up in there, it's for the most part just white people waiting to like yeah. start the Confederacy again well, and get their fucking slaves The back. state house approved an open carry bill the day of the shooting in Atlanta. The day eight, when eight people were shot in Atlanta, they went and approved an open carry bill. More guns don't make you more safe. Like, I think we need to kumbaya. And this is to carry without permits, by the way, for the state residents. <sighs> so, yeah. But some people have that mentality where if everybody has a gun, then maybe there won't be shootings. And then there are some countries where nobody has guns. And then you have the numbers on their shootings. But I don't think it has to do with the gun. It's the people. We are a violent people here. Everything is violent. Think about it. Like when you see a fight as a kid, like you get excited. When you see people getting fighting on reality television, you're like, ooh, turn that up. When it's peaceful, it's like, this is boring. We're violent people. It depends. America is a violent country. Everything about America is violence. It's controlled violence. Like I'm more of like a traditional boxer like fan. The UFC. That's a little too much for me. Yeah. Especially once Ronda Rousey got her ass whooped once and quit. <laughs> I was kind of done with it. <laughs> oh, we forgot about her? We're not going to talk about it? She's a wrestler now. So she fake fights? No, no. She's really a wrestler now. Like what kind of wrestling? Like she's in the oh, WWE. Oh, like with, with the ears. No, she is like in, what is it? It's not the WWF anymore. It's like the WWE or so something like that. So fake fighting. Yes. So she's, she's a So wrestler. she went to fake fight. Yep. She went to coordinated fight. Yep choreographed yep it was like did you at least pinch the bitch okay i forgot so after her i was kind of <laughs> done with it i was like bitch you can't lose once and quit she lost bad though did you see that jaw get broke that bitch roundhouse kicked her <laughs> she wasn't ready for that <laughs> she wasn't ready for that okay you and i understand Whole so jaw. we're we're kind of like violent but we don't have to be like kind of can we get on our Gandhi? our whole story is violence everything about this country was violence we were founded on guerrilla warfare 
That's the only reason we're a country is because we came in and hid in the bushes and killed people when that wasn't the way to fight. War is so You had to march. Are we still fighting over And fight in formations, and we were hiding in bushes and shooting people. Like, we were dirty fighting. I know. It used to be like, okay, we're going to come kill you. You come kill us. We're meeting at the park at 11, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Bring your best shooters. No, we were in the bushes waiting. Everything about this country has been, like, dirty fighting. It's so sad. It's, it's kind of crazy to look at the people and be like, I wonder where they're all killing each other. Like, really? We're all sick. Everybody is sick. Everybody should just sit back, smoke a blunt, and, like, have a kumbaya moment. All right, so what we got up next? We're back in Georgia, y'all. Again. I feel like we are always in Georgia. We're definitely those West Coast people that are very judgmental <laughs> on the South. I feel like the South is going to come for us eventually. Like It's not even minute. we're judgmental towards the South. We just be pointing out some bullshit. It's a lot of bullshit going on. Some straight up bullshit. I feel sorry for them a little bit. I feel sorry for the fact that people of color are still dealing with racist embedded policies, such as Georgia voting restrictions passing. So I don't know if you guys remember a couple episodes ago, we spoke about voting rights and all the measures that all these states had enacted. At this point, it's about 255 bills. They had 250? 255 bills in like 30-something states. Damn. In the Republican legislatures. So yesterday, Governor Brian Kemp, who stole the election from Stacey Abrams um, through having his Secretary of State fuck with the votes, but that's another story. Um, He went ahead and signed a bill which has mass voter purges you know, and critics are calling this Jim Crow 2.0. Like, if you didn't think it could get worse, it did. So the new measure imposes new ID requirements on those who vote by mail. And then so that affects wow. about 200,000 voters in Georgia. Trying to come from that absentee shit. You know, because it's related to your driver's license or state ID, which also impact people through monetary policy, right? Mm -hmm. If some people don't have the funds to get to the DMV, some people don't have the transportation to get to the DMV. Exactly. Right? Or you have to go through all this paperwork. So it's purging voters. It's imposing ID requirements for people who vote by mail. It's limiting the use of drop boxes for absentee ballots, even though Brian Kemp in 2020 used said absentee box to drop his ballot off. But we know the one in his neighborhood is not going to be taken. Yeah, they just, they cherry picking. It's disproportionately affecting people of color and minorities because they lost the Senate seats last year. Yeah. And they're really mad about it because when you disenfranchise people of color, Republicans have a better chance. Yeah, it'll secure the win for them. They can't win by maybe appealing to a broader base, maybe nope. not being xenophobic, misogynist. Nope. nope. They're not going to change their platform. They're not going to change any of that. Their stances, all of that's going to stay the same. They're just going to change the rules. They're going to move the goalposts and make it easier to win. Like, who doesn't want to play fair? But anyway, they're also criminalizing voting groups from giving people who are standing in line. This is the worst part. Food and water. That's the worst part. You can't even give food and water to people standing in line. So people who are standing in these long lines because you close polling places throughout your districts. So if you're standing in line for four to five hours, if a nonprofit group comes up to offer you food and water, they can be arrested now. Arrested? Arrested. It is a crime. Damn. So I don't really know what you're going to do in Georgia, but I think the next election, we definitely have to push the envelope and you need to kind of break this law. Yeah. I ain't got no bell money. I ain't got no bell money for you. But I really do think that's good trouble, in the words of John Lewis, rest his soul, 
is necessary. We yeah. have to fight against this because this is specifically to fight people of color because there are not long lines in these white neighborhoods. No, nah. no, nah. it's crazy. I remember just going to vote out here one time and pulling up and it looked like a line at Disneyland. Like it was crazy hours and it was like five or six machines in here. And she was like, why are you guys pulling the machines? Why are you pulling boxes? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Oh, cause that's the only way you're going to win this election is if you cheat. I haven't, I think I voted in person once. I've always lived in neighborhoods um, with low registered voters because mm -hmm. I've lived around a lot of immigrants. So yeah. I've been mailing in my ballots since I was probably like 19 years old. Yeah, I've mailed in a few. Yeah. So much easier. But, and they're really restricting mailing voting. But what's funny is Republican voters, Republicans are the ones who really fought for mail-in votes, mail-in yeah. ballots. And not even that, there's no proof of any tampering, any fraud. Most of those cases were all thrown out. So it's like, what are y'all talking about? It's like less than a fraction of a percent of voter fraud. Yeah, it's some bullshit. And this narrative that bullshit. people who are not American citizens, I don't want to even use their phrase because a human cannot be illegal. You cannot be an alien. <laughs> illegal on stolen land. <laughs> Straight face. Straight face. Like I stole it first. You, like it's these people <laughs> are not going in and voting because the system doesn't allow them to. You cannot vote if you are not a citizen. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. And just can you guys just say that you lost and that your platform fucking sucks? It does. Suck. You exclude so many people. Like, I get it. It's all You're about You're pro-life. I get it. How about you sell, change your sales pitch? It's all about the money. How about your marketing sucks? You're never going to appeal to the new generation. Number one, they are, they are so multicultural, even more so than us as millennials. Yeah. They accept people as they are. You're not going to convince people that limiting women's rights, like you're not getting motherfuckers back in the kitchen. Okay. Like how about you learn to cook nigga? <laughs> how about you work an eight hour day? <laughs> come take care of these goddamn kids. Have a hot meal. I like, don't why even don't think you it's do about that? that. I think it's just their inability to adapt. Like they just don't want to progress into what's happening right now. They don't want to read the room. They don't care. They want things to go back a certain way. Like, and that's what it is. It's just a constant push back against any type of change. The world is in color now. It's not black and white anymore. No, it is not. Like you watching fucking like what's that shit called? <laughs> well, I'll be watching Perry Mason. Like that the the it's a time bygone. <laughs> It is gone. And the world is so much better when you include other people. You make more money. Yeah. You make better decisions. It's dope. You're open-minded. You're, you, you're experiencing different things. Like, it's dope. Like, and it's out, dope. people really open your mind yeah. when, you have, when you have friends of different ethnicities. Yeah. You know, we all have, at some point, our own unconscious biases. And I love people, like, stepping in. And like really shaking it up and being like, that's not true. Yeah. That's not how it is. And it really makes you reflect. So instead of disenfranchising people, how about you include people, Georgia, Republicans? Because what it is, is you're going to make your own party go extinct. They're killing themselves. Like this may work for a little bit, but you are the minority. And they are afraid that we're going to treat them how they treated us. But actually, no one really gives a fuck about y'all. We really just be living our lives being fabulous and having rhythm. Mm. <laughs> Crispy? <laughs> Cream? 
<laughs> I was really about to come in with a point, and then I heard rhythm. I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> bam, bam, you know? Oh, shit. That's funny. That's fucking funny. Nah, it's, it's this 1% of rich motherfuckers. They all look the same, and they're trying to keep shit the same. And they're going to do whatever they can to keep shit the same. That's all this shit is. Kanye's in the room now. Listen. <laughs> Let's ski skirt on about it here since we're talking about Kanye. Um, you want to get into this Bernie versus tech? Bernie versus tech. I love Bernie. I, I love Bernie, Bernie and his mittens. I fucks with Bernie Sanders. He don't even comb his hair. I love it. Yep. So uh, Bernie Sanders believes that Trump is indeed trash. However, he doesn't feel comfortable with tech companies having so much power in public discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Big tech. Facebook is out of control. But, you know, Mark ain't been right since he stole the company. Yeah. So how do you feel about that? Can they sue me for that? (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly stole the company. Allegedly. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) It was all his idea. Whole time. It's the American way. He had the notes. It was the American way. He got there first. Capitalism is best. Anyway, um, yeah, Bernie is taking issue with big te- with big tech and censorship. Yeah, um, and I'm conflicted because the person he's semi defending, he definitely I wouldn't even stand. say he's defending Trump because I think he's he's saying like think of Trump as an idea, and if this idea can be banned forever from Twitter or any type of social media platform, then what's to say the next idea? we can't do the same from or the next person that gets banned might be completely different and just have a different viewpoint because right now trump's viewpoint is nope that's racist that's xenophobic that's homophobic you incited a riot you caused pain death destruction you're out of here but what's to say if they have the ability to do that that they can't just step on any type of voice idea train of thought or whatever that's against their guidelines. I agree. And in the words that of my father, if you put Trump's brain in a dog, it would bark out his ass. <laughs> so his ideas <laughs> fucking suck. <laughs> and he did incite the Capitol riot. He did. He did. He did. So does he a, deserve to be banned? Yes. He I think does. specifically he does. He gave they gave him so many chances. He had they a lot started of chances. putting fact checks. They he has really a lot of tried chances. to remove his t- tweets. Yeah. And then, you know, the baby boomer that he is didn't understand that there are rules to yeah. social media. There's and he community violated guidelines. Those. So in one in one vein, I do believe that Trump should be banned forever. Yeah. Um, but then I also understand that is the U.S. moving towards a China communist model where if everything isn't PC, if everything doesn't isn't agreeable to everyone's fucking palate then you have to be censored. And then at what point do we have free thought? Are we able to debate? Well, I think there's a lot of layers to this one because when it comes to our social media platforms, they have become so big that they are powerful, that the government has to kind of intervene with certain things because Sanders also believes that they should be able to ban hate speech and he even said conspiracy theories. 
So that's where it gets slippery because what's a conspiracy theory to you might not be a conspiracy theory to the next person. Maybe somebody might actually believe this, but I don't know if we're going to have guidelines on all conspiracy theories, all hate speech, all this, all that, it's all banned. Then he was just like, it's, it's, we're getting into a tricky area now because now we're giving these big companies that are basically the marketplace of social discussion, the power and authority to silence certain places, things, voices, et cetera. And these companies who are not <clears throat> built on diverse thought, right? If they exactly. had they're privately owned panels, companies, they're, you know, but they're privately owned. So it's not their fault that they became so popular that everybody used it because Twitter is owned by somebody. There is a CEO. He like he owns it, but it's not his fault that everybody tweets. Yeah. So it's kind of like I can see both sides of it. I do believe maybe there should be a, I guess, a review panel that's not a bot. Um, I don't really know who reviews it when, like, your tweets removed or, like, because Instagram yeah. personally is getting out of control. Like, Instagram's done. They're making people, they're Instagram calling you cut. a bully. They keep they keep shadow banning, like, my favorite people's pages, like Little Duval. Once they got rid of the timeline and started doing sponsored ads, I was like, oh, this shit's cooked. Oh, uh, I hate it. I hate it's targeted good. ads. Can we talk about it? It's another okay. That's another bot. <laughs> um, like stop listening to me. Yeah. Stop listening to me. And I don't only want to see the shit that I talked about. Like, give me some new ads. Give me that some diver- diversity. Yeah. Diversity. But I I agree with Bernie. I think it, it can go too far because like I want to be able to say fuck Donald Trump whenever I feel like it and not be like marked as hate speech. Krispy <laughs> Kreme. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I say for it's two words, so it's hard to get it out. It's like crispy cream, cream, cream with the crisp. I just, I, you're not supposed to hate people. Oh man! But I can't throw the blood of Jesus on him. My That's thing just, is the the conspiracy theory part. Let's stay on that because perfect example, perfect example. Up until what was it, last April or last March, right before. The right after the shutdown, shortly after the federal government announced that those things that those Navy pilots did see, yes, they were actually UFOs. Here's our information. Slid it out there right after COVID. And I remember when it happened, I was like, does anybody see this? Did anybody catch this? (laughs) Did anybody catch that they just confirmed the aliens that we all thought were aliens and they all thought that we were crazy were actually aliens? That was a conspiracy theory up until then. So now if we're going to have a guideline, a community guideline where all conspiracy theories are indeed banned from this platform, what's to say something like that could happen where it's something that is deemed as conspiracy theory, but actually indeed, nope, we were actually lying to you about it. <laughs> no apology, but we were lying to you and now we're not lying to you. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's actually true. The U.S. government lie? Never. Hmm. Never. Go figure. They would never, like, hold out information, you know, to deceive the public. Um, yeah. And I, I do think that's a slippery slope. It's really Because slippery. if one person or one group is able to deem something a conspiracy. Exactly. And then everyone else is kind of like, no, I believe this to be true. You created an echo chamber. And then, like, you know, but maybe it's something where you have you have to have, like, reputable sources. But then who decides what source is reputable? Yeah. Like it's my because small, up until that point, everyone had their own stories and videos and everything about. Oh, look! Here's a UFO, or here's an alien. Here's a video of this flying saucer, and it was all deemed as. Look at those crazy ass motherfuckers over there. Conspiracy theory. Don't believe them. They're weird as fuck. 
And then here's the federal government later on, like, oh, yeah, by the way, yeah, those are true, by the way. All right, no questions, bye. Yeah, that shit flies way too fast and Fuck it flew sideways and we, we couldn't catch it. And The Navy pilots were like, I've never seen anything like this before. Been flying for 20, 30 years. Never seen anything like this before. But conspiracy theory. So that's that's all. That's the only reason I'm just like that could get a little tricky if you add that in because who's on the panel to determine what's a the, what's a conspiracy theory and what's not. And people, because of the disinvestment in our education system, people are pretty gullible and pretty simple. Yeah. So they'll believe anything just because it's on the internet. And then like levels of understanding how the internet works and how information gets <clears> out. <throat> like people don't understand how to cite sources, how to like click on something and being like, did this come from the daily news? And I say that they're not reputable or from like a, a salacious tabloid. Do you think that's a generational thing? I definitely think it's generational because I know some like people who didn't understand how to operate Facebook and understand scams. Yeah. And then you try and tell them that and they're like, no, it's real. I'm like, no, that's probably a Nigerian. But see, that kind of puts us at an interesting position because as millennials, we remember the world before the Internet. So I think that would kind of make us like the most skeptical people when it comes to the Internet, because I remember it being the real world and the Internet world. And the Internet world was fake. Oh, like it was fake, but now everything is kind of merged. Those lines are really blurred because now you can see things on the internet that are real. Yeah, I think we definitely have the most clear and distinct perspective because we remember life without the internet. Yeah. So where do you stand on censorship when it comes to big tech? I believe that we need to be careful about the power that we give private companies um, or any company for that matter, uh, privately owned, federally owned. And I think it's a slippery slope. I think Trump is an extreme, and I agree yeah, with him being banned. And I do believe that he is trying to rile up white supremacists. It was a whole insurrection. Yeah, and give them power and, and call them to arms. So I believe his ban is very much um, okay, and they gave him lots of chances. But I do believe that we need to pay attention to the power that we give the owners of Twitter and Facebook because yeah. it, it can go all the way left. Yeah, I think they do need to have some like some clear cut guidelines, and they do. They do have community guidelines and stuff. But I think if we are going to give them the power to start silencing people like that, then we need to be careful. That's really what we want. Yeah, because it's happening. Yeah, watch how many posts are getting taken down right now. Yeah, that's real. And with all that, you know, kind of newsy news, let's get into that's wild for this week. Yeah, let's do it. What are we talking about this week? Well, I think there's been some wild shit going on on Twitter. Oh, you talking about that nasty shit that's floating around on Twitter? Oh, so nasty. That shit made my stomach turn. So Los Angeles comedian Jensen Karp, also known as Topanga's husband, was eating a bowl of the best cereal on earth. Debatable. The best cereal. Debatable. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is definitely the best cereal on earth. How old are we? Old enough to know that Cinnamon Toast Crunch <laughs> is the best cereal on earth. It's so much fucking Name sugar. a better cereal. Name a better one. I really can't get into this debate because I also ate Raisin Bran as a child. Boo! That's so your favorite good. cereal? It's my favorite cereal. Raisin Bran. Anyways. Fight me. We're out of here. <laughs> we're we're going to put a poll up because that, that Raisin Bran is trash. It's good. What child wants Raisin Bran? I love raisins. How old were you when you liked Raisin Bran? Like six, oh, seven, Oh, all right. Eight. We're, we out of here. <laughs> we're out of here. You are definitely the exception. That's crazy. I know. I also... Six years old asking for Raisin Bran? Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I was anyways. like, Frosted Flakes? Who the fuck wants a bowl of sugar? What? Nasty. Everyone wants a bowl of sugar. Nasty. Okay, we could get into this Okay, never day, mind. But, uh, we digress. <laughs> we digress. Anyways, he goes to double down on the best cereal on earth. Get his second bowl. 
and then boom, shrimp tails on the cereal. Like scrimps? Shrimp tails. Like under the sea. Yes, shrimp tails. And then not only that, he's looking at it. Because, you know, when you see something off-colored in cereal, you probably think maybe it's like a clump of sugar, or like a square that didn't get cut perfectly. No, this was a whole ass shrimp tail, and it was covered in the toasty, sugary goodness of the cereal, which confirms a couple of nasty things. That this shit definitely happened in the factory. So General Mills is boxing whatever food product. I looked it up, and I think it's probably whatever their pet food line is. Mm. Is, that's the they that's what the CEO said is probably the only product they okay. have that contains shrimp is the cat food. Okay, so they probably got some cat food pieces in their shrimp. Ugh. So you boxing cross cat contamination, food. cross contamination. That's what that is. What about for all the people with allergens, like real ones? That part. Or what if somebody would just ate it and thought it was like a sugar cluster? Ah, uh, nah, sweet and savory. You ever actually ate a shrimp tail? <laughs> that shit yeah, get have. caught in your throat. It, it's like popcorn. Almost. Uh, it's, it's, it's not so bad. Yeah, just go ahead and remove the tail. So, yeah, he found that. And he also goes into the second bag. And that's not even where it stopped. So the second bag looked like it was put together by clear packing tape. He found what looked like dental floss and rat shit that was baked into the squares. So that means that this definitely happened in the factory. And so if it was closed with packing tape, do you think that these have been tampered with? That's what the debate is right now. A lot of people are probably thinking that like, okay, well, if it was closed with packing tape, then somebody went and did this while it was in the store. But here's where it gets tricky. He tweets about it, and Cinnamon Toast Crunch responded and said, that's a sugar cluster that is not a shrimp tail. And then he responded, upon further review, this is indeed actually a shrimp tail. That's nuts. So, yeah, Cinnamon Toast definitely tried to gaslight him for that shit. They really did. And I'm just like, just be honest that you make the same facility. Yeah. But the, the CEO said it's like highly unlikely. So not impossible. So we should definitely watch for this. And y'all should definitely pour out all your cereal before you eat it check and put it, it into one of those clear containers, you know? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And start doing that so you that's can check idea. your product. Because these massive companies are really taking lax standards in, like, their and, and isn't it kind of sus that they asked him, they were going to give him a replacement box, but they wanted him to send it in? Like, so you ain't got no more proof. There's no more proof, no more evidence. Yeah. Like, you just give it to us. Just give it to us and we'll give you another one. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that was a little weird. That was uh, a little weird. But, yeah, he's, he wasn't mad until they tried to gaslight him and be like, that's a sugar cluster. I don't think that's a shrimp. Yeah. He was like, nah, this is a piece of shrimp like, with I, sugar Like, don't, don't tell me Here's I don't another see picture. what I see. Let me take another picture. Don't Do you want me, me to zoom news. in on the toasty bits on this shit? Like, but, but that's the culture we're in. Yeah. Tied into that censorship. But they probably only responded because it was on Twitter. Yeah. Imagine if you would have called in with this complaint. They'd have been like, fuck out of here. Whatever. As soon as it got put on blast. Take this box. Yeah. Well... Now that we're still on the food thread, I would like to introduce a double that's wild for the week. Two in one week. Yes. So Krispy Kreme Donuts has offered anyone who gets vaccinated that they will get a free Krispy Kreme donut every day for one year. And all you have to bring in is your vaccine card, right? So you just got to show up with your card and any day of the year you walk in free Krispy Kreme donut every day I don't see what's wrong with this okay so I think it's kind of lit a one Krispy Kreme donut this is then we're at glaze standard glaze 190 calories right oh yeah it's definitely not good for you then so from today that's a potential additional 
53,200 calories that you have access to in empty fucking non-nutritional sugar. you eat one every day. This is America. <laughs> so you think someone's actually going to line up and eat a donut every day? Absolutely. No way. Absolutely. You won't make it a month. People are going to do it. There's no, whose stomach can do that? America. A donut every day. <laughs> we eat cereal with shrimp tails in it. <laughs> this is America. Like, for someone who is maybe even food insecure, or I just don't think that you should be selling people, giving people donuts. What would you rather to get vaccinated? Like, what's give? going on? Well, obviously, we get what's happening. Like, they want people to get vaccinated. So, whatever is going to entice you to do it, we'll give it to you. So, you know? we'll give you the Krispy Kreme thought donuts that, in excess, can help lead to one of the pre-existing conditions that make the symptoms of COVID worse in some cases fucking diabetes not everyone who has diabetes has diabetes related to diet i am very aware of that yeah there's two types we're like america has an insatiable appetite for things that are going to kill them Mm. and so you're going to offer people i just i just disagree with it i think it's getting a little out there like how do you disagree with Krispy Kreme offering a free donut or do you disagree with just any type of company offering anything to someone that has a vaccine card. I have a problem with companies offering things to people with a vaccine card in general. Because that's I'm on the way. even more offended that you're going to offer people a fucking unhealthy ass donut. I, I, show me a healthy donut. That's a treat. I'm not saying you can never eat Krispy Kreme. <laughs> I'm not saying don't eat Krispy Kreme. But this is, I think it's out of hand. And I don't really like the message that it sends. Like, why are y'all giving people donuts? Because they want you to get vaccinated. All right. I don't know. Y'all, y'all let us know. Hit us up on the socials and let us know, like, is it cool to offer Americans free donuts every day as an incentive, a coercion? Coercion. I think it's going to really depend on how you feel about the vaccine or not. Like, if you want people to get the vaccine, then you're probably going to be pro, like, hey, give them free whatever the fuck. But if you're against getting the vaccine, then maybe you wouldn't want to be offered anything because you're not getting it i think at with at this time like maybe Krispy Kreme could offer a free one-time voucher for groceries for groceries Krispy <laughs> 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 Kreme is gonna give you a voucher for groceries why would Krispy Kreme do that i don't know i think i just here's a gift card for ralph's the, the fuck out of here <laughs> i think i'm taking issue with the donut and what it represents and the issues in america but these are just my thoughts so that was wild for me yeah. And Krispy Kreme is the theme. <laughs> Krispy Kreme. How about it? Thank you to everyone. Hit us up on Krispy all our Kreme. socials. <laughs> at the BNSP show on all socials and at the BNSP show at gmail.com. Holla. Peace.